Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Internet Capitalist Podcast with Luke Kish, where we talk about mindset, experiences, and frameworks that will help you have fun, get rich, build cool shit, and positively impact the world. I am your host, Luke Kish, and welcome to episode number eight of the podcast, all about team culture and winning. Team culture and winning, I think, are inseparable because your culture of your team affects everything. Right now, this is something that I am becoming very conscious of uh, as the single reason we've kind of been stuck at about 10 million per year in Warrior Babe for the last year. And, um, you know, step one, the culture is an extension of you as the leader. So no one to look at other than yourself um, for the culture, whether it's good or bad or in between. I don't really think there's in between. You know, sometimes there's some good, there's some bad. But regardless, culture extends from you and is a result of what you as the leader have allowed and exhibited. So what makes a good culture? What are things you can do as a leader to create a culture of people who are driving forward and results focused? Here's where I think I've made the biggest mistake over the last year. It has been just being too sympathetic and optimistic. And these are natural ways of being, right? We want to believe the person can do the thing. We want to see the individual being able to do the thing. I think there's nothing wrong with that. But I think in a fast-moving organization, not seeing those things, allowing people to continue and um, perpetuate things you don't want is really just how you how you screw up, right? I go back in time and I'm like, oh, you know, I hired for that position. And, you know, what I was really looking for was like this, right? And I could see what that is in my mind. And then, you know, you go through 15 interviews, you're tired. You're like, oh, this person's pretty close. Like, I like this guy. You know, I like this girl. There's a lot of things that are lined up, but there's still not that spot on thing exhibiting the the skill sets, the character traits, the expertise coming into the organization that you imagine slash would ideally want. I think that's where I have screwed up over estimating my own capacity to like drive change in people and drive like ability that's not yet there. Like, oh, hey, yeah, let me just show. Because here's the thing. If I'm working one-on-one with you, I understand the thing. I do believe that I can do that, right? And I'm sure a lot of you out there, if you're A-type personality, you're entrepreneurial-minded, that is, you know, kind of what gets you from zero to one. Who Who's around you? And then let me be like the driving force of nature that's going to impact this person into into who they need to be and who I want them to be to to um, successfully run this position in this organization, right? 
But, you know, my company is 65 people in it, right? We're doing $10 million a year. We have a lot of customers, right? We have a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of people. And there's simply not enough me to go around and say, I'm just going to drive change in this person and teach them how to do their job. So that's where I screwed up. You know, you can just delay the gratification during the hiring process. Absolutely not accept anything short of the person that you're looking for. And you will find that person. You will find that person. And that's where I've made mistakes over the last year. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, you know, so maybe this is more of just a fucking therapy session for me than it is something that's valuable for you, but maybe it's valuable for you as well. I don't know. I I would definitely say this though. If you have people in positions in your company that just aren't up to snuff, you need to take the medicine and stop like wishfully thinking which, which, you know, like is like probably intertwined with your emotions in some way that you're going to be able to turn them around and, you know, change them all and make them better, right? Like if you have a sales team that is, you know, just very mediocre, um, your time is not well spent trying to change the mediocre sales team. Your time is well spent finding a new sales team, hiring for non-mediocre stock that you can then go build with, right? Where your efforts are multiplied. If you have, you know, say like project managers in place that really, you know, aren't that great at project management, right? Are passive, are making too much money for the uh, for the value that they're bringing rather than trying to, you know, be delusional and think, oh, you know, in six months, this person's going to have something different going on. Uh, you just need to f- focus on replacing them and finding someone who is, um, who is at the level that you want them to be at. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, and in those exact roles, right? Like those examples are the exact examples that I have in my personal situation right now that I'm kind of fired up and heated up by. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, there's no one to blame other than myself. I think, you know, we got super profitable. Everything was running super easy. And we're like, oh yeah, this is fine. You know, oh, we're paying him like, you know, 30 grand too much per year. Okay, whatever. You know, oh yeah, you know, the salespeople, like, you know, they're pretty good, but like, you know, we like them. So like, you know, we don't want to deal with like firing them, but like, they're not that great, but we're doing okay. So like, fuck it, it's okay. Right? Like we had that go through our team and our organization. And now we find ourselves where the environment's a little bit more challenging, right? Like ad costs are a little bit more expensive, you know? Um, conversion rates are a little tighter and that now, you know, it sticks out like a red sore thumb, right? It's like the same person, same, same thing. And now, now it's like, oh, we have to, we have to go deal with this. So, so yeah, keep that in mind, you know, when you're building your team, uh, especially if you're like, I think from like zero to like one or three million, you're more close to everybody. You're still sort of in like a piratey kind of frame of mind where it's like everyone's just going to do whatever the fuck they have to do. And I think there, you know, creating a bad culture or a, a culture that's like not excellent 
you know, a subpar team, right, is really what it comes down to. Creating a subpar team is harder to do because, you know, you're like so close to everything and you're going to like make sure everything's going good and you're just, you know, ideally infectious enough of a personality to like, you know, get everybody inspired and, you know, hopefully people are there for the mission of the business and then there's some sort of path for them to achieve their goals. And that's from like one to three, right? It's like, oh, what are we paying him? It's not like you're just coming up with a number, right? It's like, oh, well, we have this much money. You know, this is how it should be thinking at least. Um, and and really you should continue to think that way, right? So then, then you're like, oh, we have, you know, a million in income coming in every quarter extra. Um, yeah, we could give this guy this much money, you know, and, uh, and I think when you are going from like three to beyond that, you know, and you add all of this like corporatization and like, you know, whatever, there's more space between you and all of the other people. I think the, um, the subparness in standard can seep in and you don't really notice it until you notice it. And then when you notice it, it's going to be painful and you're going to have to fire people and you're going to have to make changes. And, um, in a lot of ways that's actually positive. Right. Um, and it's all learning at the end of the day. So keep that in mind. You know, I love seeing Elon Musk, um, taking over Twitter you know, he's like, Hey, if you're not with it, then like, you know, thank you for being here, but like, goodbye. And I think at the end of the day, you know, like people need a leader. I don't think that companies, you know, having like this, like super soft, squishy, like let's make everyone happy, even at the expense of the organization, which is what it has gotten to in lots of places and areas where people will come in and they say, Oh, this is what I want, right? I want, I want this, 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 and there's nothing wrong with wanting things, but, you know, finding alignment where, Hey, you want this, we want this, this is how you wanting this is allow is going to allow us to get what we want here. And this is how you moving us in the direction of getting your, or getting our want is going to move you in the direction of getting your want. Right. Um, you know, I think setting everything up like that, where, you know, you know, I have people on my team, they're just getting paid, right? They're just, they're just getting paid. There's no like, um, you know, oh, okay. Like, you know, are you accountable for this thing? That's like very clear. And like, do you have control over what, um, control over what you're making, depending on what you're outputting. And then what you're outputting, is that pulling into what's, you know, driving impact in the company or the business, you know, and once again, that that's all on me. I think doing all of those things clearly, more clearly, like in the positions where I do have that with, you know, a couple people in particular, things are a lot better, right? Things are a lot more clear. The incentives are aligned. Um, and uh, there's more of like a, hey, are we with it or not mentality. So I'm so excited to bring kind of that vibe back into things because at the end of the day, um, it's much more natural for me. I think, you know, doing the more, you know, passive kind of letting people, you know, just get away with too much, be too soft, um, 
and not really optimize for the health of the organization first because the health of the organization feeds everybody else. If the organization dies, guess what? Everyone's job dies, right? It's not like, hey, we need to keep a couple of people happy at the expense of the organization because like, you know, we like them. Um, because doing that signals to everybody else, like a subpar thing can exist and you do not want that to happen. So here we are, culture reboot for sure starts with me, the leader. You know, how can I fully optimize myself, number one, if I'm expecting other people to fully optimize themselves, right? If I'm expecting people to think in high value terms and think in, you know, um, think with intent and intention. Number one, am I doing that myself, right? Am I operating the vehicle of Luke with intent and intention that is going to bring about the highest value and highest impact activities that I can be working on? Am I doing those things? Okay. If I'm doing those things, that's good. If not, what do we need to audit? What do we need to shift? What do we need to adjust? This is outside of just business, right? This is like, you as a, a human vessel. Okay. Number one, then number two, your leadership team is the leadership team and anybody who has impact over other people. Are they doing the same thing, right? Like, are they with it? Are they on the mission? Are they getting their hands dirty? Are they seeing where they can add value and are they pushing to add value because the incentives are aligned? Do they need to be reminded that the incentives are aligned? Have they forgotten that the incentives are aligned? Um, these are some things that you can ask and you can check yourself on. And I'm going to check myself on, right? I'm thinking of people right now where it's like, you know, hey, um, you know, you get way more income if the company makes more income. Why is there not these activities? I'm just curious, right? I think you could add value here, 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 where you're currently not. You know, what is preventing you from doing that? Um, you know, what have what have I done that's made you, you know, forget that? What could I have done better? And you know, are, are we are we reminded on what you're here for? What 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 um what your goal is, and then how? the company achieving its goal is going to allow you to achieve your goal, right? So it's really, you know, reassessing true north. True north is we're on a fucking mission. We need to be capable. We need to think well. We need to strive to be excellent, right? Are you on that mission? If you're not, then get the fuck out, number one, right? Like just get the fuck out, especially higher level. If you're not on that mission, you got to get the fuck out, um, other positions in the company. What are the ones that, that also need that mentality? Like, what are the ones that also need to bring that to the room? Um, and uh, and then if if they're not exhibiting that, it's a sign of not health. Not every position needs to be, you know, somebody who's super growth, like in it, in it, in it, full throttle. That's not every position, but the ones that are, you need to monitor for it. And, uh, and then come back objective. You know, I think the truth is most people listening to this, you probably have a subpar organization, right? You probably have a subpar organization. I think there's a very few amount of ones that are actually considered excellent. Um, and, 
And, you know, step number one is just address the situation, address the reality. Where are you currently at? Um, and, uh, and then begin to deal with it, you know? So my action plan is number one, do all the things that I just said, like you're either with it or you're not with it. Who do we need to fire? It's fucking time. You know, who's being paid too much. Who's, you know, who's, who's kind of just been skating by because the incentives aren't aligned. Can we align the incentives? Who's forgotten why they're here, you know, on a global company level, like the mission of the company. And then furthermore for them as an individual, and then have they forgotten how their work impacts their goal as an individual, which impacts their goal, the goal of the company. Um, you know, have we forgotten that? Do we need to go over that with all of the, all of the leadership? Um, and then number two, hiring, right? Like hiring with a new level of, how would I say it? Hiring with a new level of just standard, right? Hiring with a new level of standard. Like if I'm thinking of this position, right? Right now I'm thinking of someone who can be on the publishing side, the management side of a social media team, right? So who can, you know, oversee five different platforms, maybe multiple different profiles, multiple different, you know, uh, editors and output amounts across multiple different channels. Who can do that? When I'm interviewing for a social media person this time, I'm not gonna be like, oh, okay, this person kind of fucking, you know, like understands what Instagram is and like has like a couple dog shit Instagram accounts and I can like teach them the role. It's like, no, I'm just going to go through interviews until I find somebody who shows up. That's like, yeah, I literally can do all of that. Like I've already done it before. This is the last job. You know, I was in charge of this, you know, uh, I, I did it across five profiles or I would take like, Hey, yeah, you know, I've done it across two profiles, but I was bottlenecked by our content output, right? We have an incredible content guy. Connor's probably listening to this, which is the other component of creative production. And, you know, we're scaling that and he's scaling out the different editors and stuff like that. So, you know, I would also take someone who was like, yeah, you know, I was bottlenecked by my last company's ability to output more content but I can oversee five channels, right? I did it here with two and it was taking fucking a third of my time, right? Like, like, give me this role. Let me get in. I know what softwares we need to use. You know, tell me the output schedule. Tell me the platforms. Tell me the cadence, you know, help me, you know, introduce me to the editors and get out of my way, right? And that's just such a different thing because now that role is handled, right? Like now that person comes in and doesn't need somebody to be, you know, holding their fucking hand and making sure they're doing their job slash teaching them to do their job. And if you're trying to go from like good to great, that's what it's on the back of other good people, other great people, right? It's not on your back anymore. It's not on my back. It's not about, oh, you know, the business is stuck at 10 million. Luke, what can you do? right? That is the wrong answer. That answer got me to one or 10 million. That answer will keep me stuck at one or 10 million. It is no more about what can I as a human do. It's, it's, it's how can I move the higher, higher value activity and still what can I do? But it's how can I, you know, what I can do is find other smart people and really talented, great people who already mastered components of 
business or components of a, of a, of running a business that I can just bring in, align their goals with the company's goals and then get out of the way and then repeat that process, right? Like that is the activity. It's not like, Hey Luke, like you need to go figure out a social media platform, you know, take somebody who sort of knows about it, work with them for like three months, hope that they have the skill sets required. And then, and then, you know, uh, you know, maybe in, in, in four months from now, after you've not done any of this other shit that you need to do to, to get this done, or you've burned yourself out doing this and took all your energy doing this, um, and then maybe have a good result, right? Like, I think that's the perpetual hamster wheel that most people stay stuck in. It's like half-assing hiring and half-assing the talent pool, sometimes getting lucky, right? We have some good people, but I think just because of luck, right? Like just because of, and maybe we, we need some more of that going forward. Like maybe finding some great people is a little bit about luck, but it's also about what you tolerate and what you accept and what your standard is, right? If you don't accept people you're not satisfied with, there won't be anybody you're not satisfied with in your organization, period, end of story. So if there's people that you aren't satisfied with in your organization, it's literally just a sign of you accepting it. And that's your fault. And then furthermore, it's probably an indicator that you as an individual are accepting less of yourself than you know that you can give, because that is how you're going to allow that trait within somebody else. If you're not doing that, then you know, you're not going to allow it outside of you. So I think, you know, things got a little bit tighter, you know, I'm like much further more in the frame of like, I need to build things. I want to grow because of that. I'm accepting or I'm not accepting less out of myself. And then because I'm not accepting less out of myself, all of the sudden it's just sticking out like sore thumbs everywhere in in my organization. And at the end of the day, it is 100% my fault. So, um, and that's great because we can deal with it. So give you an update. Um, the problem will get solved 100%. Um, and we will reinstate and reinstill a culture of excellence um, in the company. And that's going to just start with me, the leadership team. And then we're going to go from there. Sales you know, what roles need to be pulled back, what roles, you know, let's have a serious discussion with everyone. What, who do we think there's just absolutely no recovery? There's just no, no, no point. Begin there. Um, and, uh, and steer the ship, you know, that is what it comes down to. So the culture of your team is intimately tied with your ability to grow and the culture needs to get to more of a standard of excellence buy in you know like we are with it mentality to get to a higher level and that just makes you know sense obviously uh you know if you have a high level of output as a human you and you're trying to build a one or three million dollar business some you can do that alone almost right but then if you're trying to get to like 25 and you're set everything up so it can get to 25 from a personnel standpoint and then you have it stuck at 10, that's an indicator that it's no longer about the output that, that you're having. It's about the output that all the people you're hiring are having. And, uh, and that's what needs to be audited, managed, and led. So the culture of your team, very important to winning. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, 
subscribe, share it with a friend and, uh, you know, start with yourself. That's the start of the culture. So thank you guys. And I will see you the next episode, Internet Capitalist Podcast. This is Luke Kish, your host. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Thanks.